Brent Axe 4 to 6, ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. I like that delayed breath. So, are we going to go any further with speculation on Tom Brady? We can. Yeah, I see the phone is ringing right now. So, will the, the phone is ringing right now. Yes, we're just waiting for that to be announced that he is on hold, and we can go. Mystery right, guest. For our mystery Very guys. exciting. Yeah. Have you been told? Are you uh, getting an email? Uh, we're waiting. Uh, we're so waiting. far, who, who have we had as mystery guests on the day? We've over? had, I've been sticking with, a, with an all-star Baldwin lineup. We've had all, all the Baldwin brothers. We've had all the Baldwin brothers. We've had Andre Reed. Yes. We had, uh, your boy from, uh, Blue October. Yes, we did. We had Justin Furstenfeld. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, been, we've, we've had a pretty nice lineup. We've been good. George Gervin, the Iceman. George, the Iceman Gervin, one of the 50 greatest And players. the great one. And the great one, Ed Levine. Ed Levine has been a mystery call. So those have been our mystery guests. I'd say that that's a, you know, I mean, I, I would I would put my list of mystery guests up against anyone yeah. show, any shows. What happens right I'm, now is I'm that I'm guessing it's, this is the mystery guest because so, our are, 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 are we on? Yeah. Uh, we on? yeah. Mystery yeah. guest, are you there? Yes, I am. Mystery guest is on the line. Josh, All right. How you many have questions? five have questions. Five. Hold on two seconds. Josh, don't look at the phone screening computer because our... Dumb producer wrote who the guest was on the screener. All right. All right. So, who is so, out? So, 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 Mr. Guest, Mr. Guest is ready to receive Mystery your question. Mr. Guest, are you an athlete? No. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Guest, are you an actor? No. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Guest, are you a musician? No. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> it's three. Uh, mystery guest. Right, I'm give you yeah. it is it two. an old-timey magician? I don't know. <laughs> what is it? You can ask him your first question and say, were you? Oh, I see. Were you an athlete, sir? I have never been an so-called athlete. <laughs> <laughs> is I it? in my day, but I've never been an athlete. Oh, he's played oh, sports. sports in but his never, day. I've never like been an athlete. Like <coughs> Is this professional bowler? No, I really have no idea. I'm getting... Are they disguising their voice? I can't yes. tell. He's disguising his voice and he is messing with you. I give up. I can't tell. I can't... Is it Joe Salzone? It is not Joe <laughs> oh, Salzone. Right. So, Come on, man. I never was an athlete. I played professional sports, but I was never an athlete. Nobody ever called me an athlete. I was a pretty darn good football player. Is this the great Jim Kelly? Roger that. It's yeah! the great Jim Kelly, ladies and gentlemen. Jim Kelly. I, I Now that he's talking normal, I recognize his voice. Because I just saw him at the uh, Salvation Army lunch they had a couple months ago here in Syracuse. Very, Very good, yes. You, uh, you were awesome at that, Mr. Kelly. It was fantastic to see you. Well, I appreciate that. When you asked me if I was an athlete, I had to say no. I had to be honest with you. I've never been told I was an athlete. I played quarterback. I played sports. But being an athlete, I look at guys that are can pretty much do it all. Um, I've tried to do it all, but <laughs> that has never worked out. But you know what the bottom line is? I made my dream come true. That's all come. 
You know what, my friend, when the conversation comes around, particularly with those guys that are in the know, and you know, I know every single guy you know that threw that ball in the league, your name always, always comes up as the top 10 in the top 10 ever to play that position, to ever play quarterback in the history of this league. Your name always comes up. So you know where you stand in my heart. Well, I appreciate that. You know, I played with some great players, and uh, I played in an era where I only played professionally for 15 years where you got somebody's size of racking up those numbers or playing 18. But if you really remember, uh, Dan, when, when I played, uh, it matter. You, when you got hit by a defensive lineman that's 320 pounds, they were not, they were not um, back then, there's nothing you could do except bury me in the ground. Nowadays, you're not allowed to drop guys in the ground. After you hit him, you got let up. Back when I played, the turf was twice as hard. They hit you. They wanted to bury you. They wanted to make sure that you remembered who they were, number one. And if they can legally knock you out of the game, that's what they did. To be honest with you, if I was in their position, I would have done the same thing because I was brought up, as you well know, in a big family of boys, and uh, we took our lickings. I'll tell you what, amongst each other, uh, you learn to be tough. If you weren't tough, you were not a Kelly. So for me, I learned it that way, but your body can only take so much of them blind sides, those drills into the ground, and hits upside your head by your brothers. Yeah, you know what? I agree. And we had a similar conversation a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about Steph Curry. And I said, you know, when I when I watched basketball, when I watched the Big East, when I watched, you know, uh, the the old Pistons and the New York Knicks, you came running to the basket if you were that guy's size, and someone would have put you on your back so fast in Madison Square Garden, and you would have learned you better stay outside and shoot that long range J because you're not driving against us. And so now. Oh, they protect them so much, the same as they do at quarterback, and they say, you know, they've they've essentially taken the kickoff out of the game. And you know, there was something to watch in Billy White shoes Johnson run a kick back. It was exciting, and they've taken that out of the game too because of head injuries, and they're trying to protect him. It's football. Let them hit each other. That's part of the game. Yeah, I, you know what? I agree to that to a certain point. To be honest with you, though, people want to see excitement, and if you if they allowed you to do what they allowed you to do back then. These guys wouldn't be playing. I don't want to play. I don't want to sit in my home and watch a backup quarterback play. I don't want to sit at home and watch a second or third string running back or a wide receiver that you never heard of. I want to see the star players. And if you don't protect the star players, you know, you're not going to – I mean, you're going to lose a lot of people. And you know what? Even though people, you know, back in the day said, oh, today there weren't dressers, you've never played the sports if you really, really don't understand that. And I get it. I mean, I want to watch Tom Brady. I want to watch excitement. I want to watch Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning back in his day. The thing is, for me, I played the game. I understand that if I played today's roles, I probably would play three or four more years, but it's not that way. But uh, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm happy with the way they're, they're doing it now, especially with all the concussions and things that are happening now. Uh, they're trying to protect the league as much as they can. They want to give the fan, the person out there watching, they want to, they want to see top-notch players. They don't want to see backups and third-string, even though the backups and third-string players are pretty darn good too. But you want to see the top, you know, the top guns out there. On the phone, Hall of Fame quarterback Jim Kelly. Jim, so we were having a conversation. Um, are you still in Mississippi? Yes, I am. As a matter of fact, uh, me, my high school football coach, and uh, um, um, my future son-in-law who's getting married next week to my daughter, I surprised him and brought him down a very good friend of mine, uh, Lee and Joe Hankins, 
uh, here down in uh, Mississippi where my boy uh, Kent Hall used to play. So we're in his hometown of Baden, Mississippi, right outside of Greenwood. And as a matter of fact, we are packing our bags. We all three to really nice bucks. Now we're traveling to Arkansas, and we're going duck hunting for a couple of days before we head home. And then start really getting ready for the wedding. But I'm blessed to have my wife, my daughter, and some good people getting this wedding ready to go. So I'm, I'm blessed, but I'm having a great time. Last time I saw you, I was making you and a bunch of people dinner, and your wife was was in New York City buying her dress for the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, you're, you're a brave man to, to allow give that credit card out and let him go buy a dress for the wedding. That could be 50 grand, for God's sake. But the, the best way is a happy wife. Happy life. Yeah, no doubt about it. But I want to, hold on. I want to say, I've never, I mean, you're definitely top three chefs I've ever been around. Everything you brought, when we, you came to my lodge, and thank you very much for donating your time. The guys that bought it, you know, the auction item, and you're supporting Hunter Soap and Kelly for Kids. The meal that you made, I was amazed. I mean, I heard you were good, but I didn't realize you were that good. And when you emptied, we went out to get the groceries out of your truck, and you had back seats full, the whole way in the back full. You had bags and bags. There probably was 10, 15 bags of groceries, and all for like 12 people. And I'll tell you what, bud, thank you, thank you, thank you, but uh, I would like to have that meal over again sometime. (laughs) I I will make myself available for my good friend Jim Kelly and the hard work that he does for his foundation up in Buffalo, and I will chef that meal every year if you need me to, Jim. I like your attitude, and I'll definitely take you up on it. Cool. So the conversation that we were having with with Paulie the Mole, who's sitting next to me right now, was the all-time greatest quarterbacks. And, and, and of course, Tom Brady is in the news now with all the rumors that they were actually thinking about trading him to San Francisco before Garoppolo, and Kraft said no, and da-da-da-da-da. So we're not going to ask you too much about that. But what I wanted to ask you about, is Tom Brady the greatest quarterback to ever play the game? Yes. Wow, Jim Kelly says Tom Brady is. Not not even a hesitation, to be honest with you. A guy that can do what he's been doing, and I don't care. You know, so, yeah, but they, you know, they have all the things that's happened. I said, I don't care. Tom Brady can throw a football if it had one ounce of air in it. And all these things they've been through. Tom's not only a good buddy of mine, but he's 40 years old. He is still rocking and rolling. Even though what bums me out, I keep messing with him. I say, hey, Tom, time for you to retire, man. The Buffalo Bills are not going anywhere. Well, I hopefully we win this weekend. We are going to play them, and hopefully we'll get that opportunity again. But yeah, I do. I think. I mean, there's Joe Montana's one of the greatest of all time. Peyton Manning. I mean, I can name about five or six guys that are right up there at the top. And if, if I was put, uh, you know, under the blade, they said name the greatest. Who would I pick? I probably would say Tom Brady because he's been able to do it with and without a running game. It didn't matter who the receivers came in; he made it work. So I'd probably have to say my boy Tom. Yeah, a lot of people do. I, I've always given a lot of credit to the system and the coach that he played with. That helps. Uh, yeah, it, it, it definitely does help. But at the end of the day, the, you know, the coach isn't throwing the ball. But it's it, it, it always seemed I, – I always look at this. What happens when that guy's not playing? Does a backup come in and, and do they win? And the answer up there was yes. So I always wondered, what would Vinny Testaverde had done had he been the New England quarterback? You know I mean? Would Vinny have, sh- have been far greater statistically than he was and won Super Bowls under, under Belichick? You know what? I don't know. And the thing is, I doubt it if anybody, and I'm not just pointing Vinny out, maybe even myself. But the thing is, uh, yeah, the system definitely helps. There's no doubt. But as you all, and you just said, 
uh, you have to make it work. And uh, would they have won all those Super Bowls if there was another quarterback under that system? Absolutely not. He's a guy that has gotten it done over and over again. Now, I don't want to sit here and just give, you know, verbals to, to my boy Tom. I'm a Buffalo Bill. I want him to retire. There's no doubt about it. Um, I'm a red, white, and blue Buffalo Bill. I bleed Buffalo Bill colors, and I will to the day I die. But uh, I still think that uh, he's one of the greatest to ever play the game. And if I had to vote on it, I probably would pick him number one. And uh, Joe Montana, quick number two. You know, people are not taking a look at the fact that Jacksonville has not really been playing well the last four weeks. That They haven't. And I give I have picked Buffalo to ride into Jacksonville and win this game. I think we are going to see a Buffalo Bill-New England matchup. I think that I, I would love to see that. And you know what? I agree too. I think that they're excited. I think what we need defensively, I, need, I think we need to uh, get some turnovers. I think that'll be a big, big plus. Yes, it will definitely help if Shady McCoy is healthy. I don't, I don't think he'll be 100%, but if he plays, that's going to be a big plus on our side. Tyrod Taylor is not going to uh, turn the football over, which is usually he's, he's one of those guys that doesn't force a lot of footballs. He's got great running ability. But Jacksonville's got a really good defense. I just hope that uh, we're able to turn the football over. I mean, as far as get the turnovers from defensively and shorten our field. So Tyrod and the boys can move it down the field and we can score some points. With the deep connections that you have and the ties in Buffalo, and I mean, you are, you know, by far the greatest bill, you know, in the eyes of us fans, for sure, to ever put on that uniform. Has there ever been an interest to continue and do something coaching or anything like that with Buffalo, Jim? Back in the day, oh, yeah, of course, people wanted to know how interested I was. And, and to be honest with you, when I retired from the NFL, uh, two weeks later on Valentine's Day is when my son was born. And right after that, uh, you know, I, I knew what I had to do. Now it's helped my wife take care of a little boy named Hunter who was suffering from a disease that uh, was fatal. And uh, he passed away at the age of eight years old. And, yeah, I had the dreams of coaching him. I never was really, to be honest with you, Never been into coaching college or been into you know, interested in coaching professional. I wanted to coach my young boy, and unfortunately that did not happen. But so many people, I get it now when they told me that I was a chosen father of a little boy named Hunter James Kelly, that I can change so many people's lives out there, and I get it now. And you know, Daniel, the thing is, I've been through a lot in my life. I've been ups and downs. I've had cancer twice. I've had neck surgery, back surgery. I can go on and on, but the thing is, I do right now understand why the good Lord put me in a position as to make a difference for others that might think about giving up, that might not have that uh, that go in them to keep going and never giving up, and uh, I get it now, and back in the day, I, I didn't get it. I, I ran from the Lord. I, I just didn't want, I want a healthy son, but now I understand why I've been put through all that, and now I am making a difference, and uh, that's my life. You do make a difference, my friend. You're the only person, not even my wife can say that I sat in the middle of a fairway and shaved my head for her, but I shaved my head for Jim <laughs> Kelly. I shaved my head for Jim Kelly. Jim, I love you. You're my friend. I miss you, and I'll see you soon. I'll be up at the tournament as usual, and uh, you can auction me off anytime, my friend. Thank you so much for calling my show. You got my pleasure. It's always, always a pleasure talking with you. Hopefully, I'll see you before that, uh, but in the meantime... Happy New Year to you and yours and everybody there and all the viewers out there. Uh, thank you for supporting Hunter's Hope and what we do. And uh, the prayers need still come my way. I can handle those, but don't we all? So take care. God bless. And we'll talk to you down the road. Hey, Jim, is there a website or anything you, we, our, our listeners can go to to help oh, with yeah. Hunter's? Yep. It's called org. 
if you happen to forget that, uh, just go to jimkelly.com. We're on that website, too. Just log on to my son's foundation and see what we're doing. We're doing magnificent things. We're changing the lives of so many little babies all across the country. And there's always auction items and lots of stuff going on they can give to, isn't there, Jim? Yes, there is. I mean, you know, just you well know, just go on the Hunter's Hope and, and you can look at whatever we, uh, we're doing. We have a couple of events a year. As a matter of fact, we have our 20th anniversary of Hunter's Hope coming up uh, in a few months, so... Well, I'll reach out to you later on about that uh, down uh, down the road. Okay, beautiful. Thanks, Jim. God bless you. Bye, buddy. The great Jim Kelly here on ESPN Radio Syracuse. We'll be back.